Hollywood suffers from the notion that ideas are for academics and are inherently at odds with dramatic action and emotion. Independent and foreign films are capturing the market for meaningful drama because they are often aware that nothing is more likely to lead to action or to be felt more passionately than an idea. We are heirs to a century of isms that continue to drench the world with blood, or, in the case of religious sects, appall and amaze us with their burning Armageddons and mass suicides. Ideas are inescapable. They drive the heart. Reason for a character is passion married to self-serving logic. Ideas may seem absent or secondary to stories when they are familiar, as in 1930s song-and-dance spectacles devoted to the banal idea that love is good and true love is better. Many television shows seem just as mindless. Actually, they too blindly assume the ideas and values prevalent in their audiences. That assumption tells a viewer, that's all right with him and reveals the real point of such writing, ritual reassurance. Ideas are integral to the quality of films. A spectacle like Jurassic Park is superior to its immediate sequel, Jurassic Park The Lost World, in large part because it gives vivid enactment to the folly of scientific hubris. The sequel is reduced to holding our interest by treating a mother tyrannosaur with sympathy. Some issues, like abortion, have topical heat. Television uses narrowly focused problem dramas like wife-beating or alcoholism. Many series have fallen on hard times because since the success of Roots, the emphasis has been placed too often on thoughtless spectacle and weak drama with overwrought emotions. Fresh ideas generate attention. Ibsen's Ghosts was the first realistic play that enjoyed major success to use a contemporary problem like syphilis to embody the idea that the sins of the father are visited on the son. It touched off a fiery reaction. An open drain, a loathsome sore unbandaged, unutterably offensive, naked loathsomeness, revoltingly suggestive and blasphemous, garbage and awful. Ibsen was ugly, nasty, discordant. His admirers were lovers of prurience and dabblers in impropriety who are eager to gratify their illicit tastes under the pretense of art. An intimate film like Kramer vs. Kramer deals with the ideas that a woman needs to realize herself in some meaningful way if she is to be a good mother, and that a conventional man can change and rise to a level of maternal care and sensitivity. The past and how to understand it, the nature of loyalty and truth, and the importance of conscience are central to On the Waterfront and A Streetcar Named Desire. Remains of the Day deliberately juxtaposes Stephen's refusal to think or feel beyond his butler's role with Lord Darlington's misguided political beliefs. The latter at least cares, while the former tragically emasculates himself. Great films are married to great subjects naturally full of ideas. Lawrence of Arabia wrestles with the rights of a colonial people, the compromises a leader must make in order to make any progress, and the human limits of even a hero. Fanny and Alexander shows an ideologue in religious guise, corrupted by power and loss of faith and struggling to maintain a lie so he doesn't have to face himself. A dilemma that many agonized over in the sad twentieth century. The Godfather trilogy explores the validity of violence and whether family loyalty can replace all other values in a civil society. To Kill a Mockingbird examines integrity and racism. Gone with the Wind is at once a Civil War epic, a romance, 
and an exploration of social and individual resiliency in self-deception. High Noon affirms that a man must do what he believes to be right, even if he is stripped of support, while those who give in to expediency are shown to be contemptible. Drama, at its best, is of both the mind and the heart.